0: Y'all welcome to another episode of every mom needs a friend hope you're having a great day I am because I am still in Florida and I was thinking about this week's episode and I thought you know I haven't really done a good sit down catch up with y'all And I kind of wanted to do a recap of what's currently going on, truly currently, not just like what's going on in my life, but what's actually going on in my week. And I feel like today's episode is like me and you, I'm just calling you, catching up. What would I normally tell a friend? I actually got off a phone call today with my best friend, Kaylin, and I felt like all I did was just basically exactly what I talked about in this episode, like caught up with how my birthday was, what I did this week, how the girls are doing. So I thought that was kind of low-hanging fruit for this week's episode, so I hope you enjoyed that kind of format. But for my big question today, have you ever broken a bone? You might think it's an interesting question, and you might wonder if I was the one that broke my bones this week. Nope, I was not. I have never broken a bone, and I will stand by that. I feel very privileged and excited to say I have never broken a bone not even a little pinky toe, but I'm interested if for you. And also like, I feel like at a certain point, like do adults not break their bones? Cause I really don't see that many adults with broken, I don't know if we just like, don't actually do anything that would, like we're not hanging on monkey bars, but I have to say there was someone that broke their wrist this week. So you'll hear that in today's episode. So let's jump in, have a good listen. Uh, it has been such a sweet week already and it's only my first week of two weeks in Florida. Kind of crazy to think about that I'm in Florida for two weeks. It feels like such a long time and it feels like it's going to make April absolutely fly. It already is going to be a crazy month. But it started out so good because me, Christopher, and the girls flew down to Florida, I think it was the second, so Saturday. And I mentioned this on an episode ago, but it was just a crazy day. We got five hours of delays. We were constantly wondering if the crew and pilot were going to time out of their uh, shift and then we would have had a canceled flight and then we would have had to go home and do that whole thing. And you just kind of you're always weighing like the pros and cons. Like, would it be better just to go ahead and be canceled so we can go home, get a good night's sleep, wake up and try to do this again? Or we're already here, our stuff is already in the belly of the plane, can we just go? And what's crazy is after waiting five hours and lots of moving the kids around from Amex lounge to restaurant to gate and I don't know how many times I read the footbook by Dr. Seuss but that being said we finally got on our flight and we were able to fly from Seattle to Fort Myers now I will say I didn't even know they made direct flights this long which is silly because I know that there are flights like to Europe but we took a direct flight from Seattle Washington to Fort Myers Florida it was six hours And I will say I've been on shorter flights that have been worse with the girls. I know that Ellie's at the age that we can pretty much just put a movie on for her. She loves headphones. She never gets to wear headphones. So the fact that she gets to wear headphones, she pretty much watched a movie the whole time. And she even took a tiny nap, which felt like such a treat. And then for Kate, what my goal is with every flight, no matter how short, no matter how long, is if she can just take a little nap, something like 15 minutes, even a little cat nap would make her experience so much better because I feel like we're just fighting the whole time. Like just sleep, please. And for one hour out of six hours, she took a nap. And it was really great. And I will say, I do love those snuggles. It's just such a thing to try to get her to fall asleep. I mean, I have said this a couple times this week, at least to my sister-in-law, Molly, or to my mom, and I just, this age with Kate is maybe my least favorite age, just generally in kids. I love babies. I love maybe one year olds and I love Ellie's age, of course. So maybe I love two, two years old and above maybe three years old, but there's something about like the one and a half year old that they don't have tons of communication Kate is not walking yet, although cruising, and she's really only almost 16 months. But she just is such a difficult kid to be sitting on your lap in an airplane. She's so wiggly. She doesn't understand that she can't move. And unfortunately, how she's communicating right now is through screams, which is so much fun on an airplane. But it is what it is. We got through the flight after five hours of delays and then the six hour flight, we made it to Florida, and we were so thankful. And I just kept getting worried that we were going to get moved to another date or, you know, potentially not even be able to come for days and days and days just because of spring break and all the things. But one of the biggest reasons and what I'm so excited is we got to come to Florida and Sam and Molly, my youngest brother and his wife and their new baby, Bo, who Sam and Molly have both been on the podcast. So I've been just over the moon that I've gotten to snuggle this three month old boy. He is so squishy and so sweet and he's so giggly. He's like at that coo stage which is, if I'm talking about baby ages, three months old is pretty awesome. Like He pretty much sleeps through the night. He has a very consistent schedule. Molly's done a good job of just kind of rolling with the punches. She let him nap on the boat. She let him nap at dinner, but he also takes a great nap in his crib. He's feeding great, and I just am so impressed by her as a mom, but then also just getting to hold him. It's so sweet. It's one of those surreal moments in my life where i'm like oh my gosh full circle my baby brother has a baby and just to get good quality one-on-one time with my sister-in-law was just so needed and so lovely and it was just cool to kind of talk about things like really intentionally like okay like being a mom and balancing being a stay-at-home mom and balancing a husband who has a pretty demanding job where he can't break away and help you know co-parent throughout the day we just really talked through a lot of big things and it was interesting just because it gave me such perspective of like what does my life look like now and what ways do I still struggle and the ways that probably someone with just a three-month-old is also going to struggle just the the constant balance of growing up in life and having kids. It was just, yeah, full of talking, full of lounging, full of vitamin D, full of pool time, full of snacks, and all the good things that make vacation fun. Now, I don't know if I explained this at any other point in last episode, and I definitely haven't explained it here, is that Christopher, one of the main reasons we're here for two weeks is because Christopher was always going to travel this week, and we just felt like with next week, we knew we were going to be in Florida for spring break, for Ellie's preschool spring break, if you want to call it that, and so we thought, okay, if we're going to Florida no matter what next week, and you are going to be traveling this week, and it is East Coast travel, does it not make sense to get us all to Florida and then Christopher can fly to and from Florida versus us being in Seattle waiting for him to get all the way back to Seattle so that we could all fly to Florida. Does that make sense? So he was not here this week. And I will say, I it was both two-sided. It was very, like, so thankful for what he's doing. He was in Boston for a coffee conference. If you know, he's in the coffee industry. And they were showcasing their newest product. And it was so cool to listen to him recapping each day of, just so many exciting things that he gets to do. And he just was very much in go mode. And what's interesting is he's so exhausted at the end of his day. He's talking to people, hosting people all day at this conference. But also I'm here in a very relaxing space with extra hands. So you would think I wasn't going to be tired. But also can I get an amen for like, it's just sometimes hard to exist with kids not in their normal space, their normal toys, their normal food, their normal routine. So we battled a little bit of that this week of like, Darn it, like we're all off kilter, not to mention three hour time difference. And no resentment, but just really like, okay, it is really hard to do this without Christopher. And I don't expect it during the day, but you know, bath and bed and just those morning moments. It'd be really nice to have another person to be like, hey, Bud, your turn. But really, it did give me such joy to hear him and his excitement for all that he's doing in his role and his company in this industry. So, but he does come back today. So I'm very, very, very thankful for him to also return for multiple reasons. Um, It was really hard to not be with him on my birthday. He was the one thing that just felt very off um, for this week. So I turned 31, woohoo, on Friday. And I did have so many cool, like, unique things that because I'm in Florida and because I'm with my parents and all the things that I got to be so excited for and thankful for. And one of the fun things was that um, I needed to get my nails done. My mom and I always love to get our nails done. And so, us girls, all the girls packed up and we went. But that also includes Ellie. So, it was her first time getting her nails done. And it just felt like this really cool moment of, oh my goodness, like that's what me and mom do. Every time she comes into town, when I come into Louisville growing up over the years, we would get our nails done together. And it was such a you know, moment in time where it's like we slow down. You can't be on your phone. It's two hours, whatever it's going to be. We get a coffee. It's, it's, in, it's a whole experience. And to get to do that with like these three generations, it felt really cool. And it was Ellie's first time and I love getting my nails done. So I'm like, is this going to be something we get to do together? Like it just feels so fun. But also, it was very interesting because since we are in Florida, she's swimming every day. We're swimming multiple times a day. And if y'all remember, like, you know, like the bottom of a pool is just prone to scratch your feet, chip your toenails. So I kind of had the idea of like, would it be okay if we put gel nail polish on her nails and on her toes? Felt very silly, very frivolous, but we ended up doing it. So to see her little hands and her little feet in those gel lights, you know, to set the polish, it was so sweet and so cute. I will post some pictures on the Instagram, but her having to move the chair all the way up when she's getting a pedicure and she's barely reaching the foot part so that the guy can do her toes. It was just so sweet and she did really, really good. I was really impressed with her. She was there for, you know, an hour and a half and didn't complain, was very talkative to the people and she kind of was the hit of the salon i have to say and no surprise she got a different color on every finger but i will say i thought multiple times like is this silly that she's getting gel nail polish on her little fingers but I will say we're like five days into it and not one is chipped. So that's pretty nice. So, okay, that was a super fun part of the week. But then my birthday being on Friday, I knew that one of my dearest, oldest, closest friends, Tannis, who she currently lives in Kentucky, so she's one of my Kentucky deep friendships. She was going to be in town, so to speak. Um, Her parents have a place in Naples, Florida, so about an hour away knowing she was going to be in town and especially knowing she was going to be in town without her husband. It was an opportune opportunity to have her come up and spend the day on my birthday. It just worked out with her schedule, worked out with ours. So her mom, her, and then her three girls came up for the day on Friday. So it really made the day a little bit extra special, especially to get to be with like people who know me. Tannis has known me for 20 years, you know, so it Really was something that I couldn't have ever really planned for, but just the feeling of getting to sit with people who know me, love me, it's just not something I would have been able to do in Seattle. So it felt very unique in that. And it, I mean, just little things that you start to talk about, especially as you get older, or my parents and my family, what we do on birthdays is whoever's birthday, if you're at dinner you go around and everybody says one word to describe the birthday person. And it's really fun because my mom always says, those are the things that you don't ever hear until you're dead in a casket, which is kind of a silly way to say it. But it's true. We like don't get this opportunity to really tell people like how they impact us. That's just not something that comes up in casual conversation. So to be so intentional on people's birthdays, to tell them what They are perceived to them, what they mean to them, and how thankful you are for them. It's just a really special thing. So to get to go around and have these people who have known me so, so long and so, so deep, it was just really special. And so I even remembered, you know, Tannis was the one that introduced me and Christopher in college. So I literally, we kept saying like, Tannis is the reason we're all here. But I also knew Tannis, of course, way before that, um, we met when we were in like sixth grade on the soccer field. So we've been friends for a very long time. And it was just oh my gosh, warmed my heart to pieces and also to have my sister-in-law Molly there. It just felt like I just could scream with happiness. But I will also say at dinner, having her three girls, my two girls, and then baby Bo, Molly's baby, it just was absolute chaos and that is okay. It was so great. It really just felt like normal life. But I will say, so this place that we went for dinner, what I wanted to do on my birthday, my single request was I wanted to boat to dinner I thought oh my gosh like to have the girls on the boat and to really just blare music and get to have the sea salt in your hair that just what what I wanted to do but timing got away from us and but the little girls knew we were going to boat and so they were going to be crushed if we didn't get out on the boat so we compromised and said okay we're going to drive to dinner but let's just do a quick like putt putt boat cruise and then we'll come back and dock but then dad said, Well, why don't we go over and just take a look at the dinner spot and see if it looks crowded? And then ultimately, we, he decided, Why don't we drop off Tanis, Anna, the girls, and then he'll bring the boat back and then bring the rest of the people in the car. And as we were pulling up, we were like, Is someone in the water? Y'all, there was a lady that fell trying to get into her boat off the dock where they had docked um, before dinner. She fell in between the boat and the dock. And there is like, I mean, this is like ocean water. So there's like barnacles on the side of the dock. She also, as she was falling, broke her wrist and she couldn't get up. She couldn't get up on their little boat ladder. And so luckily, as we were pulling up, it made more sense because my dad's ladder on his boat is more at an angle and she wasn't able to use her left wrist at all. So as we pulled up, she, you know, we were able to bring her up on our boat and she sat down and i mean i don't think i'm like a queasy medical person like it does not bother me to give blood it doesn't bother me to talk about medical things i actually wish i could have watched my own c section but i will tell you something weirdly hit me when i looked at her wrist and it was like if you think about her forearm going straight out and then where her hand is the actual wrist part was like it was off. Like it was, it literally wasn't connected. And I just know that she's gonna have a lot of rehab ahead. But it was so crazy to watch all this like medical attention on our boat. And it just made for a crazy beginning to the evening. And of course, then a chaotic dinner just with all the kids running around. But it was so much fun and so delicious. And it was just such a full evening. And all in all, I was just so thankful for how the week has gone, even despite some like hiccups and, you know, lots of kids and a little condo. But I just... Was so full. I'm so happy. I love the sun. And as y'all know, and you've heard me talk about a hundred times, there is like no sun in Seattle. Like, Seattle is not known for sun. And so, being in Florida and getting my vitamin D, I genuinely feel happier and more content. And so, this is something I'm gonna have to escape to probably quarterly, it feels like, but at least like twice a year. And even when we were in New Hampshire, I remember Christopher committing to me that I can get to Florida one, two times a year because. Also, the vitamin D content in New Hampshire isn't great, but you also have the beautiful weather. You have snow and you have these beautiful fall colors. And in Seattle, I'm interested just because everyone keeps saying, like, hold out till summer, it's coming. Now, I don't know if I'm going to still get like the vitamin D intake I want in Seattle, but I will at least say I know that summer is going to look different for me and how I approach the city. But all in all, it's nothing like the Florida sun. And so, and really just even Ellie loving to swim. She just, lo- she's a water girl. She loves to be in the water and she's done such a good job with swimming. And it's just so interesting because we don't get a lot of exposure to swimming just in our life. We don't, I don't have her in swim lessons right now or anything, but it's cool to watch how just beginning of the week to the end of the week, how much more confident and easy she is in the water and I really am interested for the day that I'm like not putting floaties on her like for people that have kids that are older like what's that like because I feel like I'm going to be putting floaties on her till she's 18 years old because it's like so nice to be able to sit there and not have to hold her whereas Kate's in that kind of tough spot again sweet kate i love you if you're listening to this when you're older but it is difficult to have a wiggly 16 month old in the water because she doesn't want to be confined by a life jacket but also she wants to be in the water but also don't do anything that would make her be nervous you know so anyway all good very happy and like i said super happy for christopher to come back so so soon and we have a really full week ahead with other friends our friends from new hampshire the Yorks who we went to Napa with last summer they're bringing their kids down and they're also bringing a babysitter with them. So it'll be a very interesting week. I'll report back on what it's like to have a babysitter on vacation with you. We um knew that the guys were going to be wanting to golf most days and so it felt a little, you know, unfair to have the guys do up to 36 holes in a day and us to be at home with the kids. And so we were very thankful for this opportunity to have a babysitter and Rachel and I have really exciting goals of, you know, laying out, getting smoothie bowls, maybe hitting a workout class. So we'll see. I'll let y'all know. But it was a good week all in all this last week, and I'm looking forward to next week. (laughs) Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed this kind of snapshot of my life at this absolutely very moment. I am a little bit crispy on my cheeks from being on the boat all day and really just having good UV of 10. If you know, you know, my watch is always telling me, and in Seattle, the UV is usually 0 or 1. And so happy to see that one zero together in that context. And I will also just go ahead and post preface, if that's what you want to call it, that I feel very excited that we're bringing a babysitter on this trip, but also I don't see that as unnecessary. I've been on many trips with my kids without babysitters and they've been awesome. But I think we all can agree that vacation with kids can sometimes just feel like you're existing with kids in another place and there's a hundred reasons why it's so good but there's some difficult things too and I don't know if it's just like mentally I have to get in the game of like okay I am not on vacation as it would have been pre-kids in the sense that sleep in whenever I want, have a drink whenever I want, shop whenever I want, stay up late, whatever. And that's totally fine. It's just very cool to kind of have this hybrid form because of course I wanna be with my kids. And I enjoy so much being with them, especially Ellie at this age is just like pure bliss. But there's something to be said about reviving yourself too. And it's hard to do when your kids are in a different space so they don't have all their normal routines. And so that's all I'll say, I'll leave it at that. I don't feel like I have to preface it much longer. Hopefully you understand my heart here and just being so thankful that we get to do this. It really was an opportunity that fell in our lap, So we had to say yes, being that it is Andrew's cousin so the husband of my friend who's coming on the trip his cousin was able to come so makes it quite easy and also just being in Florida already with my parents all good so so happy and so many things to be thankful for I'm so full of gratitude right now even in the midst of Maybe some kids being a little sick, maybe my husband being away and me kind of hating that, but just really feeling full of, okay, this is 31, and I'm very thankful for all of the years that I've gotten to live up to this point, and I want to make sure that I go into this next year full of positivity, and I know that might be weird if you actually know me outside of this podcast that I have to tell myself, be positive, because I am a genuinely very positive person. I try to look for the best in every situation, but I don't know what the this would be called maybe I'm a closet negative person I just get like swallowed up by negativity sometimes and it's important for me to in those moments to retrain my brain to stop and flex that muscle of positivity when it doesn't feel like it in the sense that y'all know Seattle has been absolutely rough a rough rough go for me but these moments in Florida makes me go oh I do miss H-O-M-E home as it is right now and I realize in these moments that home is wherever my family is and Seattle is where my family is located at this moment and so all I want to do is be together tight-knit with my husband and my girls so although this is bliss being here with my parents and in the sun nothing's going to change the fact that our family is the tightest unit when we are working together in our own space so I'm going to let that be kind of my driving factor going to this next year of just so much gratitude for these two girls that look at me every day and this husband that I get to call mine. And I challenge you to do the same. There is something going on in everyone's life. I am not special in that. And if we took all of our negative things and just tried to spin it to a positive somehow or just see it as honestly growth. then. I think we'd all be sleeping a little bit better, which, by the way, y'all, we'll talk about this on a future podcast. I've been having mad, crazy dreams right now. My brain is just so active at night, and it's really interesting. Like, I have a lot of shopping dreams, so the amount of outfits I pick out that are just atrocious in the middle of the night, I I don't know what's going on, but prayers for a good night to sleep ahead for me, especially in different beds in different places, but so thankful again. Thank you for catching up with me today, and hope you have a good rest of your week. Bye, y'all.